Welcome to the Still Study Podcast here on the Still Study episode number 46. I am your grateful and appreciative host, Jeremy Ritz, welcoming you to the extended version of the study session, the Still Study Podcast. A lot of information to get into today. We are going to dig in to the recently released 2022 NFL schedule. Going to be a lot of fun. I know it's something that I highly anticipate during the year, and it's here. The dates are already marked on my calendar, and we can begin forecasting, predicting, thinking about how those games will play out, what the outcome will be. And it's a lot of fun. So thank you for joining me today. My gratitude to you for being a supporter of The Still Study. For listening, reading, and sharing my work with your family and friends. It truly does mean the world to me, so thank you for that. And I would love to connect with you. We could do that one of three ways. You can comment directly on the articles. You can hit me up via email at thestillstudy.com at gmail.com or you can also give me a follow on Twitter at Still Study. Would love to connect with you. Get your question, comment, feedback on the show every Saturday. That's today. I do the Steelers Saturday mailbag in which I get your question, comments, feedback on the show. You drive the content. You make it happen. So let's connect. The latest edition of the bag is up today on the site. Check it out. A lot of fun. One of my favorite days of the week. And also, please be reminded of the podcast that I do with Jim Wexel over on his site, The Still City Insider. Our podcast is called The Still City Insider Podcast. Jim and I are recording every other week this offseason, and we should have a new episode coming your way next week. Check it out. Jim has been covering the Steelers since 1995. He's super insightful and knowledgeable about your Pittsburgh Steelers. You don't want to miss it. It is linked in the show notes. So as I said, we are going to spend the majority of this episode talking about the Steelers 2022 schedule, and I can't wait to dig in it and talk to you about that. Very exciting to be able to do that, but let's just hit some news. So Jerry Dulac, who I bring up a lot on this show, and Jerry writes for the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette, he hinted at some potential animosity that may exist between Ben Roethlisberger and the Steelers organization. There was a question posed to him in his weekly chats that he does over on the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette where he was asked, about Roethlisberger's departure and whether or not there was some bad blood or was some animosity. And Dulac hinted that there is. So there was a question that was posed in the chat where Dulac was asked whether or not Roethlisberger was ready to retire or if it was a 
Troy Polamalu type situation? And was there any bad blood that existed between the Steelers and Roethlisberger? Or excuse me, vice versa, Roethlisberger and the Steelers. To which Dulac responded, I would say it's very, very safe to assume that. Now, look. I, I, I love Jerry Dulac. Now, I probably have... Since I've started doing the still study, I probably have a little bit different of perception of him since I started this gig. But Jerry often throws things out there that either A, aren't substantiated or B, are reflections of what his personal take on the situation is. And there's no better example of that than the recent miss that he had on taking a defensive lineman with the 20th overall pick in the draft. He was adamant that the Steelers wouldn't take a quarterback, said that none of the quarterbacks were worthy of being selected at the 20th pick. And it just seems like there's more of that going on here. We don't have anything to validate or substantiate the fact that Roethlisberger is angry with the Steelers. And even if he is, it's time to move on. It's a new era of Steelers football. The organization celebrated Roethlisberger in that final home game against Cleveland. They had the social media farewell. They did a lot to recognize what he did for the organization. So at least from the outside, it doesn't look like that's entirely true. Could there be a bit of a bruised ego on Roethlisberger's part because maybe he thought he could play for another year, but the organization didn't want him back? Possibly, but that's the business side of football. And anytime that you lead an organization, you oversee an organization as big and as extensive as the Pittsburgh Steelers, you're going to have to make decisions sometimes that hurt feelings, but at the same time are in the best interest of the organization. Look, Roethlisberger could have played in 2022, this upcoming season, but would he be the best option to help this team win? No. His best football is behind him. The team made the best decision. And to me, even if Roethlisberger does have animosity, that will fade and go away. The focus will be on the positives that have occurred. And to me, this is a non-story. It's time to move on, whether or not that's Mitch Trubisky or Kenny Pickett. And Ben, we love you. And Jerry, I, I love you, man. But to me, it's about the players who are currently on this team. All right. So, schedule release. Yep. Let's jump into it. My favorite, one of my favorite times of year, the draft, the schedule release. This is good stuff. I eat it up. Love it. And I'm going to go through game by game here. We're going to talk about some themes here 
in this schedule, what it's looking like in terms of who they're going to play, when, primetime games, cool things we have to look forward to. And let's go. Week one, the team's going to open on September 11th at the Bengals. That's a 1 p.m. game. If you remember back to last season, they got swept and smoked, really embarrassed in both of those contests against the Bengals. That's going to be a tough game, tough way to start the season, especially after the Bengals lost in the Super Bowl. They're going to come out hungry, ready to show that they're still going to contend for another berth in the championship game. So that, that's a difficult way to start the year. And you're starting the year with a divisional game. So that's not going to be easy. I'm not a fan of starting with a divisional game, but it is what it is. They play who they have to play. But I would hate for them to start over in the AFC North. Week two is their home opener. And it's against the Patriots. That is going to be a fun matchup. Potentially a matchup of two young quarterbacks. Mac Jones, who's going to enter his second year with the Patriots. Maybe Kenny Pickett by that time is starting. But more than likely, it's going to be Mitch Trubisky. This is a 1 o'clock game. There definitely is a history between the Patriots and Steelers, but this will be the first time that we're going to see New England without Tom Brady. First time in a long time. So, and really, the first time without Brady and Roethlisberger. So, this matchup is going to have a a little bit of a different flavor this season, but that should be fun. That's a 1 o'clocker. Again, that is the home opener, and... That I'm looking forward to that. I got a good feeling about that game. The fans are going to be excited seeing their team for the first time in 2022 and possibly seeing Kenny Pickett in action. Week three is the first primetime game for the Steelers. This is September 22nd, and they are going to take on Here we go, another AFC North divisional battle. They're going to take on the Browns, and it's in Cleveland. So right away, within the first three games, you're playing two of your divisional opponents, both on the road. This is Thursday night. This is 8-15. I like Thursday night football. The good thing here is their Sunday contest is a 1 o'clock game. And they don't have a far distance to travel to Cleveland. So that is in Pittsburgh's favor. Last year they had to travel to Minnesota. We all know how that game ended. But I like the fact that it's the Browns. It's local. They they know each other. They know what to expect. So there's not going to be as much preparation that will need to go into game planning for this team. Now, we also don't know if Deshaun Watson is going to be available and if he's going to play in this contest. Being that it's so early, the Steelers may dodge one here. If it has to be a backup in the event that Watson is suspended, 
And that could be a break for this Steelers team. But the Steelers are going to need to get one of these divisional wins in these first three games to start the year 0-2 in the division. I wouldn't say it would be an insurmountable hole, but that would be difficult to climb out of that during the season. So then following that contest against the Browns on Thursday night, the Steelers will play against the J-E-T-S Jets, Jets, Jets. That's on October 2nd. Big break in between those games. So they play on September 22nd, then they're not going to play again until... October 2nd, so almost like a little mini buy there, but they'll take on the Jets. That's at home. That should be a winnable contest. Again, from year to year, there's disparity in what types of teams are put on the field. Steelers should be able to get that one. I'm not going to get into predictions yet, way too early. October 9th, they take on the Bills. They are traveling to Buffalo for this contest. That is going to be a challenge. I know they won last year in Buffalo in the opener. That's going to be a very, very difficult game. Josh Allen is a stud. So it's going to be fun get to see them play against top talent. But that's going to be a very, very difficult game for this team to win. October 16th, the following week, they take on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Tom Brady in a different uniform comes to Pittsburgh. That's a 1 o'clock game. That's another tough game. So you got back-to-back toughies there. Bills and Bucks, Allen and Brady. So that should be a fun stretch. Again, another one o'clocker. It is going to be so weird seeing Brady out there and a Buccaneers jersey and no Roethlisberger. And we typically know the outcome when Brady plays the Steelers. We'll have to see if that holds true and what the outcome is of that matchup. The following week on October 23rd, the Steelers are going to travel to Miami. Miami. They're going to take on the Dolphins. That's a Sunday night game. 820. This should be a winnable game for the Steelers. Tug, tug, tug of Lavia. Sure, they're going to have Tyreek Hill. He's a big weapon there, but the Dolphins have been a troubled franchise in terms of just having consistency. After the Dolphins, Steelers will go to Philly to take on the Eagles on October 30th. One o'clock game, day before Halloween. Philadelphia is the Bermuda Triangle for the Steelers. They never play well there. Never is too strong. They have difficulty playing in Philadelphia. I think the win-loss record speaks for itself. Games in Philly. I don't really like that matchup. That's their 17th game this year. That Eagles contest. And then after that, it's their bye week. 
They get a break. I like that bye week in the middle of the season. Good opportunity for players to rest up, hill up, and get ready for the next stretch of games. So it's a perfect break there after eight games. Or let's see, after four, five, six, seven, eight, eight games. Let me see. Let me make sure that's right. Make sure my my math is right here. After one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Yeah, after eight games, they get their buy. So that's a nice little midpoint. And then after the bye week, the Saints at home, one o'clock game, a Drew Breesless Saints. It's going to be Jameis Winston. That should be a winnable contest for the Steelers. The following week, another Sunday nighter versus the Bengals. That's in Pittsburgh. They get back into divisional play. Hopefully they could split this year with the Bengals. Get this one on a Sunday night. Then after a Sunday night, they got their Monday nighter, which you know how I feel about Monday night football. I am not a fan. But on November 28th, they are going to travel to Indy to take on the Colts and Matt Ryan. We're going to see Matt Ryan in an Indianapolis jersey. So Monday night football, 8-15. That pass rush should be able to get home there. December 4th, we get into December football. Steelers travel to Atlanta. They're going to take on the Falcons. That's a 1 o'clock game. Marcus Mariota, wonder if he will still be starting at that point in time. December 11th, it's the first contest against the Baltimore Ravens. That's a 1 o'clock game. That is home in Pittsburgh. That is always a brutal, bitter rivalry. Lamar Jackson was beat up last year. Missed a big chunk of time. He should be back and healthy. Baltimore was just beat up overall last season. I'm going to talk about a team really ravaged by injuries. There you go. It's the Ravens. But that'll be a cool contest to see Kyle Hamilton and Tyler Lindenbaum. Baltimore always has solid drafts. So that's going to be a fun contest to look forward to. December 18th, the team will travel to battle the Carolina Panthers. That's a 1 o'clock game. Man, talk about quarterback issues. This should be a winnable contest for the Steelers. Not super far distance to travel. I'm I'm loving all these one o'clocks. I will say that. There there is not one. I'm not seeing one 415 game here. Then the Raiders. Now this is a special contest. This is December 24th. So Christmas Eve, your Pittsburgh Steelers are going to take on the Las Vegas Raiders in Pittsburgh. The 50-year anniversary. Of the Immaculate Reception. Wow. How 
how amazing is that? That that game just happened to fall on the 50th anniversary of the Immaculate Reception. That is special. That is an 8-15 game. Christmas Eve, it's going to be festive. Everybody's going to be fired up. I know this is the one game that I am, I've got circled on my calendar. It's the holiday season. It's the Immaculate Reception. Wow. This is going to be a ton of fun. Cannot wait for this one. There's a, there's something about those games when it's the holiday. You got your family over. You can stay up late. You ain't got to worry about work the, the next day. Man, life is good on this one. And then following that Raiders contest, it's a quick turnaround. They're going to see... The Ravens, once again, they got to travel to Baltimore for a 1 o'clock January 1st New Year's Day matchup. The second contest with the Ravens. And, and again, that's going to be in hostile territory in Baltimore. If the Steelers are in contention for a postseason spot, you can best believe that this will be a brutal game. The rivalry is real, even though a lot of players have moved on. It's a different set of faces. And that big hero who's always been a part of the series, Ben Roethlisberger, isn't there anymore. So the rivalry will take on a bit of a different shape. But you can guarantee that's going to be a beastly contest. And then... They close the season at home against the Cleveland Browns. So it's an AFC North sandwich. You start with the North. You end with the North. And... Steelers are going to have to succeed in the AFC North if they are going to compete for a playoff berth. The North is going to be tough this year. There's no way around it. Lamar Jackson, Joe Burrow, Deshaun Watson, if he is available, depending on any type of disciplinary consequences. But the Steelers, they're going to have their work cut out for them this season. Some general impressions that I have here. I'm loving the number of 1 o'clock games for this team. There's not a ton of travel for the Steelers, which is nice. They have a mini-buy early in the season following that Thursday night contest against the Browns, which is great. Their bye week comes smack almost in the middle of the season. They start with eight games, break, then have nine more contests to go. And then five primetime games. Two Sunday nighters. A Monday nighter. That hate Monday night football. Thursday nighter. And then the, the trophy of this schedule is that Christmas Eve Saturday nighter against the Vegas Raiders. Yeah, it's storming pretty good out my way. I'm sure you can hear that right now. But I, I like this schedule. I like how it's set up. There are some fun matchups here that I'm really 
excited to see. I'm really excited about that home opener against the Patriots. Again, new look Patriots with Mac Jones. That's going to be a lot of fun. I'm not a fan of that opener against the Bengals. That's going to be a difficult contest to win in Cincy. They got a tough stretch where they go back-to-back with the Bills and Bucks. We all know what Brady does to the Steelers. He's a Steelers killer. Not necessarily a fan of that Eagles game. Playing in Philly, that hasn't always been kind to them. I like the the Colts matchup because I think with the pass rush of this team against Matt Ryan, that could be a treat for fans. That could be a multi-sack day. And again, I'm going to say it again, that Raiders game, man, that's just, that's going to be the highlight of the season. So good stuff. We now know the roadmap that this team has in front of them. They know which path they will have to travel in order to get to the playoffs. They know they've got to come out sharp early against the Bengals, AFC North football, two AFC North games within the first three contests. And it looks, it appears, and just looking at the schedule, the first half is more difficult than the second half. And you could argue that this schedule isn't as difficult as it was last year based on the strength of schedule, the win-loss records and all that. But this is not an easy schedule by any stretch of the imagination. But I will say that I like the second half more so than the first half. What about you? What are your thoughts on the 2022 schedule? Would love to hear them. Which game or games are you looking forward to most? How do you feel about that immaculate reception 50-year anniversary game Christmas Eve? What games don't you like? I would love to hear from you. Drop me a line. Hit me up in the comments. Comment right on the article. Give me a tweet. But man, we are one step closer. We're one step closer to this 2022 season. And rookie minicamp is underway as well. How beautiful is that? The Steelers started rookie minicamp things are definitely trending where we want them to be trending and that is closer to a new Steeler season and study ins my beloved study ins here thank you so much for joining me on this episode of the still study podcast I love my life. I love this work that I'm doing. I love sharing this with all of you. This is so much fun for me. This is my passion project. The fact that you listen means so much to me. Thank you for that. Something that I didn't mention, the podcast and the study sessions are now available on Apple iTunes. I have it linked there. If you could do me a big favor, please go on to iTunes. Give the show a rating leave a comment that will help spread the message of the site of the work that i do again i have that link for you 
drop me a line. Would love to connect with you. Comment, email, tweet. You know how to make that happen. Check out today's Saturday mailbag. Check out the podcast that I do with Wex. And just have an amazing weekend. I love you guys. Yins, guys. A lot of good content coming your way. Still grinding out the undrafted rookie free agent profiles. Check those out as well. If there's something you want to see me cover on the site, let me know. I'll try to make that happen for you. And have a splendid weekend. And I will see you next weekend for another edition of the Still Study Podcast. Peace, everyone.